Welcome to As We Understand Him, a weekly coffee chat exploring a deeper relationship with God as we understand Him. You can download As We Understand Him weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at As We Understand Him Podcast. For additional information, to hear episodes, and to access resources and writings, please visit our website, asweunderstandhim.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys trying to figure out the God thing, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. Cracking myself up this morning, dude, because I'm... Again? I'm, yeah. Hey, good morning, Glenn. So morning, I'm, I'm drumming like I'm Keith Moon or John Bonham or somebody back here, you know? I'm like, I've got, like, I've got this thing. I couldn't keep a beat... I mean, I would have been kicked out of Led Zeppelin, like from, you know, like, like the audition, they would have been like, oh, dude, really, you need a new career. And, you would have been uh, a great roadie, though, for Zeppelin. Oh, for Zeppelin. roadie? That would, yeah, I could have done that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Coordinating the parties. Yeah. I'm kind of teeing that up because uh, uh, our, is, we is got that a table, retirement package? No, we got a table for three today. And, and um, <clears throat> I know, I love table you know, for three. I love, I love Ariel Speedwagon's song. It's called, uh, I'm a music man, you know, hmm. and uh and I know Jim is a. Our, our, we got a table for three today, and Jim is a music guy. He loves the music. Jim Morrison. And, yeah, no, not Jim Morrison. Jim Morrison. <laughs> well, it's, just, you know, you know what's funny. Yeah, first of all, first of all, Mikey doesn't have any coffee today. No, I. Well, I did. Well, you do. I did. But you're wearing yeah, I'm it. I'm wearing it instead of drinking it. Yeah, absolutely. All over, man. So, so he walks in the coffee shop, also known as studio. He walks in totally soaked because totally he dumped soaked. the entire. Did you burn yourself? Uh, you know what? I was more depressed Do we have a about lawsuit? The, the caffeine that was no longer going to be into my body. Yes. That uh, anyway, I survived. So full full transparency is I in, in my life. Um, I still have my two to four cups of coffee a day, but mm-hmm. then around ten o'clock. Now this morning we're in the we're in the coffee shop early, mm-hmm. but I I switched to these Celsius, mm-hmm. which is like. One Celsius is equivalent to six cups of coffee. So I in my oh, Yeti, in, in my Yeti, I had two Celsius. Mm. So my my head's blowing. So off. you're like walking around with a twelve pack of caffeine. I'll tell you what, That's crazy stuff right there. <clears throat> We're getting some rooted I'm productivity. Laughing. I'm done. laughing, but I'll be at the Seven Eleven later on buying it. You know? I know. I, I, they they stuff. are not a sponsor, and we don't get compensation yeah. from them. I'm just saying, man, if you want something that works. So listen, super stoked to have Jim here today because uh, we're doing Rooted, right? Love and, Rooted. And rooted on, changed my life. Yeah, we're on week three. If you haven't had a chance, go back, listen to the intro, go back to week one, week two. Uh, I think we're on week three now. How does God speak to us? And, and I just So there's lo- ten weeks, right? Yeah, ten weeks. All right, so, so we're... You know, we're I'm, I'm, we're in the, you know, I'm not the math the expert, but we're no. at 30%. We're, we're no. at the 30% level, right? We're in the third inning. Right. Right. So hang in there, folks. Yeah, right. 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 Over next turn again. Hang in. Not only hang in, but get in gear, man. Yeah. Get the rooted book. Go to the resource room. Mm-hmm. So, Jim, good welcome. Stuff. Yeah, Jim, welcome. Great to have you. How you well, doing, it's great man? to be here. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. It's just good to have you. You guys have probably worked half a day. Where I'm just, I just strolled out of bed. Yeah. Well, you know, the coffee shop opens up early, but but uh, we're glad you did get a stroll out of bed early on. Us. I, I made on time, which is like earth shattering. Yeah, I think Are that's you? the first time ever. Are you are you not are you a not on time guy? Uh, I would say I uh, have problems arriving on time. That's really? that's correct. Oh. Wait wait, are you just figuring that out, Mikey? I don't pay I don't pay too much. So attention. so I know to, he shows up. That's yeah, what I know. He I don't think we've been enough Monday meetings in common. No, for he does he does show up. <laughs> so so Jim is is part of our Rhino group, right. and and just to, for for those that may not latch in, um, I know Mike. Mikey's waving around his carved rhino, his African carved rhino. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> but we we have nineteen guys that are on a tech string, and and 
We get together Monday nights. Yeah, we, we've actually mm-hmm. all been through Rooted. Right, right? I, I right. think that's kind of a precursor to our group. You have to been through Rooted. But but Jen's been coming at least a year plus mm-hmm. and uh, you know, every Monday night. Yeah. And um, and so we, we just figure out and, you know, the, the, we're all trying to figure out the spiritual thing. Right, right. Yeah, I don't got it. You got to figure it out, Jim? Because if you got the whole thing figured out, we'll expand this to two coffees and, and you could really lay No, I don't this. have it figured out. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm lucky to get through the day. Yeah, right? But I love I, it. But I, I, will it. Share this, I will share this about our Reiner group. Um, I'm, I'm lucky to be with a great bunch of guys that uh, care about each other. Um, in fact, when I was hospitalized for 10 days in February, the three, the four of us sitting here in the studio actually spent time with me in the hospital, which I will mm. never forget. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah, uh, it's, uh, it was a pretty intense <clears throat> time for, for all of us. I mean, I felt your, felt your pain literally. It was, it was a scary time. Yeah. We, uh, no longer do this alone. No. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're facing amputation of your foot, it uh, right. makes you uh, think about what's really important. Right. And uh, eating healthier has become much more important to me. Yeah, I haven't learned that yet, there, Jim. I might, you know, one of these weeks we should focus on that, but no, but not this week. Not this week. Yeah. So this week, as we're I just had focus two on donuts. How does God speak to us? Right. Week and, three. Uh, week three, and uh, so I didn't know, you know, when we invited you to the coffee, I didn't know if you wanted. We got a couple different directions you can go. You can either, I'd, I'd love to hear, especially with your your experience in, in the hospital, right? Now, so that happened after rhinos, right? But God yeah. was speaking to you somehow. So I don't know if you want to pick up from what the week three experience was for you or kind of how, you how you're sitting now with how does God speak to us. You know, in either direction, I'd be thrilled because I, I, I see you as a guy who's paying attention to what's going on in a room. And God's always going on in a room. Mm-hmm. God's always going. He's always here, whether we acknowledge him or not, my opinion. Um, so I, I don't think, know what direction you want to go. Yeah, when you're sitting in the hospital bed, or in my case, laying in the bed, because I wasn't really encouraged to get up and walk around, mm-hmm. is uh, you, there's a lot of uh, downtime. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of time you're by yourself, but you're constantly probed, prodded mm-hmm. uh, for blood tests, for uh, adding uh, insulin into your, sure, you know, your sure. neck or your shoulder, there's um, even though it seems like yeah, there's a lot of downtime, which you can watch television. There mm-hmm. really isn't. There's mm-hmm. always somebody who's going to walk in the room. Normally, it's medical staff. So I, um, I would love to say I, I prayed a lot, mm-hmm. but I, I would be lying. But I, I have had other health issues in the past with blood clots. Where just when I thought I had my life together, mm-hmm. um, God would try and uh, startle me and get me back on track by uh, having some unfortunate health incident occur. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to keep, um, and I came to realize over time it was all about His plan to keep me grounded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to, uh, to reel me back in if I re- if I went off astray. Right. So you you. What's your background, Jim? I mean, you did you have a um, did you have a significant re- religious spiritual background growing up to, to hold on to, or is this something that you're nurturing later on in your life? Like no, I grew myself? up I grew up Catholic, like probably like most of the guys in this room and our group. Uh, I was an altar boy for four years. I then uh, our my marriage was blessed by both the Lutheran and Catholic churches because my mom wanted it. Hmm to be um, acknowledged mm-hmm. or blessed by the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Shortly thereafter, I had 
began attending my wife's Lutheran church because mm-hmm. I, I thought it was stupid to, for me to keep State Farm and her to have all state uh, and, and keep everything separate in our lives because it wasn't bringing that's us. That's interesting, right? It, wasn't, it was more expensive and it wasn't bringing us any closer together whatsoever. Right, okay. So then we started worshiping at her church, and probably the first five, six years, we sat in the last pew. We did nothing. We were not in a small group. We weren't in any ministry. We just went like most people, mm-hmm. quote, to church. Gotcha. And eventually, one of the usher team members kind of prodded us and said, hey, would you like to help uh, be the usher today? Wow. So eventually, over the next 10 years, I got involved on the usher team. I actually led the drama team. Wow. I would write scripts. I would act out. I would direct them. I was uh, in a variety of different other... I was, there were about three or four ministries at one time I was involved in. And then... Uh, we um, eventually, then I was the host in what we called Kid Zone, which is our, our Sunday school program at the church I previously attended. And the greatest thing about what I did was um, the kids are incredibly forgiving and understanding. Yeah, much, right. Sadly, much more than parents and adults are. Right, right. You know, if you made a mistake, somebody on the adult team would come talk to you, where the kids were just happy that somebody was spending time with them. Right. Uh, you know, it's so funny. I, I did drama at our church, right? And I was doing it for the kids zone, you know, our kids zone. And and, and I'm all, I got like lines I got to read, right? And I'm, I'm like memorizing. I'm going to walk around my front room. I'm swe- I'm literally sweating. My wife goes, Michael, they're four. <laughs> she goes, they're not going to know if you made a mistake. I go, oh, no. Yeah, no, I, I held myself uh, to the same level of protection. Uh, Perfection. I would wake up early yeah, right. on Sunday, cut out the script, put it on dummy note cards. Right. Because uh, I was not going to memorize the script with a variety of different things going on. But I knew that being on time and being able to present the the That's scripture right. passage of the week. That was the important part. Was was the important yeah, part. Right. And, and being excited to be able to, to deliver the word in a way that <clears throat> the kids would care. Because right. if you're just going there reading off the script... That's not real exciting. No, it's not. Right. So how do we, I mean, going back to, to looking at week three, how do how does God speak to us? Mm-hmm. He uh, speaks to us in a variety of ways. Um, he speaks to us through his creations, the rivers, the streams, the, uh, the various planets. Uh, so you have to have an awareness that, that creation is God. Because there's a lot of beautiful stuff. God has there. created everything. Yep. Yep. Well, it's oh. not only beautiful, but it's so intricate. It, it it needs such a fine balance that science can't duplicate. You know, you can't. Science hasn't been able to figure out how to save a wetland, right? Because it's just so in balance, right? In certain areas, absolutely. It's and a lot of so times, when imbalanced. we try to control it, yeah, it, it just you can't. God in nature it. says, "Who are you?" That's right. You lose a species, or you lose a, a plant type, or I mean, something. We just saw this with yes. tornadoes, and, and yeah, right. And I sit there and say, "You can have all the science, all the technology you want. Yeah, right. It's going to do what it wants to do, wow. and yeah. it's going to create. I mean, nature and, and, and creation. And, and that's great. Yeah. That's so, great so one creation. one is one is creation." creation. Right. But real quick, I, I've been a storm chaser for the last 15 yep. years. Uh-huh. We got incredibly lucky this week because there wasn't more low-level share in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. If there had been, those tornadoes would have been a lot stronger, wow. more destructive, and probably deadly. Wow. So the second way God talks to us is uh, through other people, our interactions, uh, who we, who God brings into our lives at various moments when things are going well. And 
more importantly, when things are not going so good, right, right. Uh, like with a job loss, uh, men, um, when first thing you do when you meet another guy, yeah, generally do do? it's what do you what do, do for do? a living? What do you do? Yeah. Where women, I think, bond much more easily. Right. Guys struggle for things to talk about. So through mm-hmm. through people, um, yeah. this is probably the first awareness I had, right, of God speaking to me. And it was in the rooms of AA, and you know, people would share their stories. And it, you know, it's funny because at the time I was doing my morning prayer and meditation, and I was getting zero from it. Today it's priceless, but then it was all motion. There was no connection. There was nothing, and I didn't really know who I was praying to. I was just praying. But it, what I noticed is, I would pray for a situation or guidance. And then I'd go to a meeting, and I would hear somebody share exactly what I like a solution mm-hmm. to exactly what I prayed for, mm-hmm. and and I started making that connection, and I started saying, "Hey, what Jim just shared mm-hmm. is exactly what I'm seeking," mm-hmm. and it was so it happened so often. Tough to argue. Yeah, I call it God shots, yeah. right? And and I, without a doubt, right. But I will also say a key part of that, Jim, is if you, if you, I apologize in advance. This is a great, if you fish in the toilet, your fish are going to taste like shit. Wow. You know, I'm 63. I've never heard heard that. No, they're they're mostly one offs. (laughs) Okay. But what I'm saying is, <clears throat> and I've seen this a lot the last couple of weeks. You are who you hang with. Yeah, right. Right. True if story. you if you hang with the wrong people, I can assure you, that's not God speaking to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If if you have guys like if I have guys saying, "Hey, let's go to a bar," that is not God speaking to me. So I'm very aware of the people that I hang around. One of the reasons why I love the rhinos. Right is is I don't get that negative direction or the negative voices. I get people that are trying to encourage me, trying to pull me further ahead, right, in a positive spiritual direction. Mm. Instead of saying, "Hey, man, let's go to Vegas." I used to do all that. Let's go to Vegas. Let's go here. Let's go there. I don't have those people in my life today. It's also a group of accountability where you know you have to agree to be called out. Uh, publicly or privately, if you're not doing what's your, is I love the, that. the right thing Jim, to do. I am going to write that down. I'm going to, I, I'm going to underline that. Yeah. I mean, that is... So, I mean, there's a right way to be called out as well. But um, you know what? First I mean, first way to be called out, you got to be open to being called out. Correct. And and, and then if and a you're lot of really times open... That, that's not the first response either. What's the... Yeah, right. uh, generally, the first uh, you know response to change is uh, opposition. Mm-hmm. So what I've learned, because I, Jim, I love that. I just wrote it down and underlined it. What I've learned is, and, and I'm good enough today, and I've done it enough where I feel the, the sucker punch, right? Mm-hmm. I, I feel it like, like Jim's calling me out, right? But then I, my immediate reflex after that is, it's okay. Just listen. Right, and, and, and in the moment, instead of being defensive, instead of jumping back, instead of shutting down, now I'm, okay, I'm going to listen to you, right? Yeah, because in our group, we have a bunch of 
guys that each have their own issues. They're mm-hmm. di- some of them are the same, and some of them are very different. So, mm-hmm. so, so let me let me jump into that. Isn't that unique, right? So, I've yes. always said that our group is not like my grandfather's Bible study. Correct. You know, so there's other groups that I'm aware of in our church. Love them, right? Fifteen guys, and they're all blessed, right? They're all everything's perfect, everything's good. They all bring their Bibles, all brand new Bibles. They all, you know, have yellow highlighters that they, you know. And it sounds like I'm mocking them. I mean, what, what, what I'm saying is we have 19 guys on our text string. Every single one of them has a misfit story in one way or another, right? Absolutely. Right. And I don't right. think it's unique. I think what's unique is we share it. Right. Mm-hmm. And when we share it, then we start to get some solutions and some help and support and accountability. Another one of the first rejections we uh, uh, responses we may have is, n- sure, we don't want to hear the bad news, but if Jim doesn't call me out, Glenn, Mikey, or Tommy will. Right. Mm-hmm. That somebody else is You're so getting you might, called out. So you might want to listen to the first guy because he's because <laughs> he trusts you enough, or you could say loves you enough. Love to I say love to say, look, I'm just trying to help you. Right. You know, I'm not trying to hurt you in this process. I want your life to be better, and what you're doing is not either helpful to you or following God's word. Did you always have that maturity, or is that something that you've kind of come upon recently? No, I think most of us learn things uh, through circumstances, through right. events, and normally because we probably messed up. Right. And you were okay, what I did wasn't the best way to go. Yeah. I seem I seem to, when I look in the mirror, I seem a little wiser than when I was 21. I was quite a, uh, I was I, quite a cocky I can't punk. even picture you when oh, you were 21. I, was a I couldn't punk. even. I think we're all a little punk bit wiser. Punk is probably a good word. I, I remember many days in college that I struggled to get off the couch, probably because I was hungover. And one day I just said, and this is no lie, Lazarus, arise. And I got off the couch and I haven't had a hangover since. Wow, there you go. But you know what? I know many of the many other people in life struggle, right. but we all have our issues that right. uh, that make our lives more complicated. We we all have our self-inflicted moments that mm-hmm. done differently would have had a different outcomes. Sure. Yep. Absolutely. So right, better to so, learn them when we're younger. Yeah. Right. Right. So so we we have two. We have creations, and we have other we, people. We, and I think I people. heard you say circumstances too. Yeah. You know what? And one of the things that the book talks about is that God uses circumstances in a positive way, but also the devil does. Mm. The devil plays off. Hey, you know what? Gee, if you just done this or done sure. a little bit, tried a little bit harder, mm-hmm. man, you could have won that battle. Plays that that meant that mental game, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So. I have two others. Do you, what, what two others? Do you have two others or no? Uh, yes. Another way is uh, God speaks to us through supernatural means. What does that mean? Uh, it, it text talks about that God spoke to Moses through the burning bush. Uh, mm. the, 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 the Balaam spoke to uh, God spoke to him or her through a donkey. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's things that uh, maybe things that affect our daily lives. Or in this case, when Moses is out in the desert, there probably was, you know, there was no podcast. There was no <laughs> technology. What he saw was a bush in front of him that lit on fire that everything else in perspective, it was an easy way to get Moses' attention. Maybe mm-hmm. a supernatural means is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, no. But, I, but, I love, I love a, I'd love a bush to burn for me. Sometimes I'm so hungry for God's direction and answer that I'm just like, burn a bush, man. I'll pay attention to that, you know? Yeah, but you know what? I So um, 
week three, probably not in the couples rooted I went to. It was the, the men's rooted I started. For for me, um, I learned about prayer. And, and what I started to learn about prayer is the, the, the first step to learning about prayer, I had to unlearn all the crap I grew up with, right? Prayer for me growing up was grace around the table. Lord, we thank you for this food. Bless it to our bodies, blah, blah. And then secondly is there was always a competition in my church because during our church service we'd have an 11 or 12-minute prayer. I used to time it. And, and it was like a competition on who could give the most sanctimonious or whatever the word is, prayer. I mean, it was, it was almost like they were keeping score, you know, with, with the big words. The bigger the words, the more bigger words you had, the, the better your score. And, you know, and, and it was just so fake to me. So during this session, you know, we, we learned about prayer. And, and what I've learned is, um, in fact, I'll just take a quick break. Right after this, they have what we call a prayer experience as part of Rooted. And that is a three-hour event where your group goes out isolated and you spend three hours praying. And the first time through Couples Rooted, I did the prayer experience. We went to this guy's house. We were going to do three hours of praying, and then we were going to have a brunch. And 15 minutes into the – and I had an open mind. 15 minutes. We all went to different parts of this guy's nice house. 15 minutes in, I prayed for 15 minutes, or I tried, and then I napped for two hours and 45 minutes. And, and it was one of the most, I think it was very purposeful. I think it was one of the most peaceful naps I have ever had. And the message I took away is, it's okay to nap, mm-hmm. right? It just seemed like God took care of me during that three hours and, and say, hey, man, you know what? You may not have the tools to pray for three hours. This is not a contest. You're not being judged. You're not being graded. And I slept for two hours and 45 minutes of it. Um, The next time I went through it, I had three hours of just an amazing prayer and connection. But what what I've learned about prayer is, A, it's not a grocery list. You know, you don't bring out the lottery list, right? Um, But it's part of a conversation that I have in the view of my relationship with God, but praying is one direction. And then I use meditation as a way, and I have a whole bunch of things I do to meditate, as a way to hear, hear back, right? The quiet of hearing back. There's a song I played, I I had amazing meditation this morning, and one of the songs, very quiet. I mean, I, I felt that connection with God, you know, um, and God spoke to me during that period of meditation. So do, do you have a, a regular period of prayer and meditation, Jim? Generally, my, my most regular period is right before bedtime because I'm winding down uh, most probably relaxed at that point, if not half asleep because it's been a long day. But uh, I felt that the most, the, I think the most important part of prayer is You've got to create an environment where nobody else is around. The TV's not on. Your phone's not beeping mm-hmm. with my like sugar test glucose thing going on. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to listen to the response. And sometimes uh, God doesn't give that right away. 
uh, especially if we're not paying attention. But he, if he does share something, it's probably not the answer we may always want to hear. So it's, we kind of tune it out or take it for take it for granted. Mm. But he always has our best interests, as do the people closest to us in our lives. But the hardest part, and I remember my three-hour <clears throat> prayer session as well, too, was, okay, we all went off like to a park all by ourselves. And I'm like, okay, what do I do for the next three hours? I, 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 haven't pr- I haven't prayed for three minutes in like in a week. What, what am I going to do for three hours? So you get distracted by people walking around the park or the dog barking or the dogs arguing with them, themselves. <laughs> and so I didn't take a, you know, a nap because I wasn't that rested. But I realized I came away with that, you know what, I need to do this more often. Right. Yep, yep. You know, because I'm, there's a part of this yep. in my life I'm missing that I'm not hearing advice I may be trying to do things right. That is so spot on. So, so here's a, it's just clicking for me now how things connect, right? So I remember I was in, in 2014, I was in my four-month rehab sober living stint um, experience. And I, I remember like two weeks in, my, my counselor, <clears throat> one of my exercises was I sat out in one of these you know, cheap plastic chairs, no phone, no newspaper, no nothing. I had to sit outside for three hours. He literally said three hours with nothing but my thoughts inside my head. And I remember the sky was blue. There were some clouds. But I literally almost went out, went out of my mind. I could not handle being three hours in my own head. And then I come through Rooted, and isn't it coincidental that it was a couple years, but now you got to sit alone and pray for three hours. Right. And I handled that three hours different. And then the, the next time or two I went through Rooted, it was three hours again. I actually looked forward to it because I had changed so much in that period of time that now I was okay with being inside my own head. And now I had a productive path of things to do, and, and I, w- I had <clears throat> used a period. Of, excuse me, used a period of time to be grateful, mm-hmm. right, for things, and to be thankful for things, and to praise, and and then I prayed for others. You know, I for for my whole life, I would never pray for somebody else. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounded yeah. good. Hey, Mike, I'm praying for you. Mm-hmm. I never did it, mm-hmm. right? And and, and 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 so now, and now, you know, today I could spend three hours today, and I would crave that three hours. Where the first time I did in 2014, I was in literal hell. God wasn't speaking to me then. That's for you know, sure. Glenn, if somebody told you back then, hey, I'm praying for you. And like, no, nobody, I'm praying for you. Yeah. Or it's, uh, you might tap them on the shoulder. Yeah, you, you go ahead with that prayer thing. Let me know how it turns out. Right. I didn't believe right. it, man. I thought, I thought it was all, hey, thoughts and prayers. I thought it was, and now you're like, you know what? God sent this person because he knew this is the person I would listen to. Right. Yep. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You now, know, in chapter three, the, yeah, we have to land, talking, start landing the plane. Yeah, we're talking about the three-hour experience, which is at the end of chapter three. But the beautiful thing for me when I went to Ruta was in chapter three, it it's it gives you the baby step to take, and it just says, go along with God for three or four minutes, and and pr- present a petition to Him. What's what's bothering you? Just talk to Him about what's bothering, you. and then be quiet for three or four minutes. And that's what I just heard everybody say. And to me, that's a baby step I could take because three hours seems overwhelming to me. But, but 
I could take the baby step, and those baby steps have helped me grow into a time where now I've got a friend of mine, and he loves to say, man, I wish I had 10 hours, I could, like 12 hours a day I could just spend in prayer. And I remember thinking, you're nuts, man. And uh, But now I, I get it because prayer, you're in a safe place in prayer. You, you know, you're in a safe place. When, so, Glenn, when Glenn was speaking about being outside for uh, three hours, you know, with no phone, no newspaper, also no pen and paper to write notes on. Right. It, one of the things it talks about in the book is the importance of journaling. Yes. Now, I have never once journaled in my life. Mikey's a king of journaling. Love but it. I know people who do, and, mm-hmm. and they swear right by, they swear by, it's not so much like a diary that people use when they were growing up. They swear by the fact that, hey, writing these stuff, thoughts down mm-hmm. better enables them to, when they need to address somebody or something, it that they have their already have their thoughts together. Yeah, it helps their process. They took the time yeah. to write out what they were thinking right. to get it right. Yep. Yeah. So quickly, lastly, and, and our barista is starting to get on us here. But mm-hmm. lastly, you know, the way that we hear, you know, God speaks to us is through the Bible. Right. Amen. I mean, they right. in the New Testament. In the New Testament, they have those red letters, right? Um, but for me, reading in the Bible, that's just me. I just don't have the comprehension, but. One of the things that our group has done is we've gone through this series called The Chosen. And for me, that takes the words of the Bible and puts it, I have learned so much mm-hmm. through The Chosen and through those episodes. And and I've just pulled so many things for me. And one is, you know, I always thought that the, the disciples were like on high, right? Mm-hmm. And and they were just dudes. Dudes like us. Yeah. Right? Misfits. They were misfits. I mean, if you go through, you can figure out a misfit story for each one of them. All right. And and it's amazing how they actually walked in the presence of God and Jesus. And yet they always questioned things, right? They got mm-hmm. things wrong. They you know, they, they were screwing up left and right. Mm-hmm. And and that gives, you know, me and us today. Less of pressure, right, to get everything. It doesn't have to be perfect. There's also the famous story right. where they were fighting among themselves who is the rightful, who's going to be who's seated gonna at ju- the, yeah, right. who's going to have the top <laughs> seat when they go to heaven. Right. Isn't that amazing? Which, I mean, that just blows my mind. Which shows either A, they really didn't have it, or B, that they were more human than we would ever give them credit for. Well, they were totally human, and that's where today, you know, 2,000 years later, you know, there's times that I question. Right, and and I get on myself. Why are you questioning? Right, here are these dudes walking with, with Jesus, Jesus yeah. and, and they were questioning yeah. while they're walking with Jesus. Right, so I'm like, hey, well, you know, I, I but, think we, I think we nearly figured it all out. I this don't morning. think so. Man. Near, we came so close. <laughs> oh, oh, we're gonna have to come back for another coffee. Your bar is so high. I know. It's <laughs> great, man. Hey, but, Jim, it was uh, great having Jimbo, you, man. Thanks, you come man. back again sometime? Well, absolutely. Yeah, it's great yeah, to well, be here. We'll unpack it. Thanks so much. I would, I would say later in the day, but no. I'm, yeah, right. I have to adjust to you guys. Well, yeah, we uh, start early. Yeah, we'll, we'll, <laughs> you have to wait for as we as uh, God as we understand him. Dot lunch. When I got in the room, I I joked with Glenn. I said, "You guys are already putting half a day today." Yeah, we do. (laughs) Have a great day, man. All right, brother. I'll see you, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us for today's coffee chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at asweunderstandhim.coffee. If sobriety is your desire and you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. 
The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255 or dial 988. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their personal experiences about their spiritual journey and their path to sobriety. Therefore, any medical, spiritual, or perceived suggestions are their own opinions and should not be considered professional advice. See you next week.